the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city, steps in the city, they're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. President of the United States. <laughs> I love that. I loved her in her little Nike outfit out on a walk. <laughs> just yes, like, I know. I was like, news. hey, I've got that sweatshirt. Like, yeah, and she just has her hair back, and she's on the phone laughing. Like, we did it. So, congrats to the president elect and they vice only president. made us wait like five fucking days to get the news, but I was it was a welcome news. So. It, yeah, it was welcome news. But let me tell you, my week on top of all that, like election uh, anxiety. Um, so remember, I so back up to like last week, I was like talking about I may have been exposed to Corona, right? Mm-hmm. So then Monday, I've got a cough, my throat hurts. I ha- So by Wednesday, I had every symptom, like my eyes were red. Um, I was exhausted, running a low grade fever. I had every symptom, right? <laughs> and so Wednesday, I punch out at three o'clock and I tell my boss, like, I haven't been feeling well all week. I'm going to go get tested. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, oh, yeah. Tell, rapid test. Tell them to give you the rapid test. And I'm like, okay, do you know that it took me almost five hours to get tested? Like, I, I, left work, went to one center, one, I, I deal with advocates. I went to one advocate, um, immediate care, and they're like, we are booked. Here's a list of other immediate care centers you can go to. So then I went to the next one on the list and I walked in there and they take your info and they're like, it's a three hour wait. You can go wait in your car. or If you want to go home, we'll call you when we have a room. Was for it you. just because you wanted the rabbit or the rapid? No, it's Any just of them. That's how many tests they're doing and how many people are sick out there. That's crazy because my brother took a rapid and it took like no time and my dad too. Well, where did they go? So my thing is, is I go where like my insurance is through Advocate. So then I went to the Advocate Immediate Care and they just had so many people there that it was such a long line. So I took a nap in my car and I just, you know, I wasn't feeling well. So I Mm -hmm. seriously just slept until they called me and said they had a room. And by the time I got in the room, I already spoke to a nurse. Like they didn't need to do an exam or anything. They did everything over the phone. And I get in there and the doctor explains, like, we're going to do a rapid test on you. If it comes back positive, you know you have it. If it comes back negative, the rapid tests are only 85% accurate. So if it comes back negative, we're going to do the standard PCS test and that's going to take two to three days to get the results. Is that okay? And I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, might as well do both. Right. So it only took 20 minutes for them to do the rapid test. It was just waiting to get a room. So the rapid test, she comes in, she's like, it's negative, but I know you have it. And I'm like, what? She's like, everybody here today has had coronavirus. Ugh. She's like, you you have it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, I had every symptom, right? Mm-hmm. 
So then she does the other test and I'm like, look, is it possible that just maybe I have like tonsillitis or strep because my throat hurts? You know, I have like all the symptoms of that because I had like the nausea and and she looks in my throat and she's like, it's a little red, but no. She's like, I know you have it. And I'm like, what are the odds that I don't have it? But sitting in this room now, I was really exposed. And you're I, getting it now. She's yeah. like, no, no, we clean our rooms. You know, we we have very uh, good protocols in place. There's no risk. You're OK. And I mean, and every person I came in contact with had like the full hazmat suit on. Right. Mm hmm. So I emailed my boss this note from the doctor saying it's going to take two or three days. And, you know, of course, like you think my boss would be like, oh, my gosh, I hope you feel better. Keep in touch. He's just like, yeah, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> you know what? Whatever. So I quarantined myself in my room for two days until I heard the results were negative. Thank God. But it just like sucked. I'm like wearing a mask in my house. And even though my kids weren't home, they were at work. I was still like, I had all the windows open, all the fans on. I'm Lysoling everything down. Thank God I got that candle I saw a couple months ago. And uh, I was miserable. I'm like, I don't even know how, how I could do this for 14 days. Like that's my brother on his birthday found out he has it. He's positive. Oh, no. Um, but he did the rapid test. And that was the first thing he did. I text him happy birthday. And he's like, I'm in line for a rapid test. I'm like, oh, Jesus. And then uh, like, yeah, not even an hour later, he's like, um, I'm positive. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I was going for a walk because it's nice out and it's never nice out on my birthday. And I'm like, yeah, that's crazy that it's like 70 degrees. And now you better get your ass in the house. Right. So then I'm like, what did they say to do? He's like, I, I wasn't even listening because I was so shocked that she said I was positive. Oh. And I'm like, well, you dumbass, you better call like his best friend's a doctor. I'm like, call Lee. I heard that like zinc and vitamin D is good. So I think my mom dropped some off at his front door, but we were supposed to go to his house that night for his birthday. Like, thank God oh he went God. and got that test. But right. he had a sore throat, too. Mm hmm. And I guess, and I mean, I've had one here and there. I just think I keep blaming the weather and just sleeping with like, I'll have my window open or the fans on, you know, when you wake up and you're kind of like, well, yeah. And you're like, uh, it could be allergies. The weather's yeah. changing. Yeah. So that's I think what he I thought. just kind of days. was dealing with it. And then um, one of the people we grew up with, her son got it and he had been around her and then she found out she had it. So then they all went and got tested um, but yeah, he said then all that's happened since he found out is he can't smell or taste anything. You know, that's so, what people yeah. are complaining about. The loss of taste, the loss of smell and headaches in young people. That's so like, those are I, the thank God that's all he has like so far. And he has one of those little oxygen things his friend dropped off and oh, I haven't talked to him today. Yeah. But he said he. He was feeling okay. I think he's just like you said, like the 14 days is going to get real long in a little bit. Oh, so, my God. Um, I'm telling you, mine was only two days. And it was like I just kept checking my email because I'm telling you people out there that are maybe not so keen on signing up for the electronic account portal through your health insurance. I signed up for it through, you know, I do advocate. So it's like this, my advocate portal, mm -hmm. just so that I could get access to my, my blood test results. Because remember, I'm still getting all these fucking blood tests because of the needle stick at work. Mm -hmm. So I signed up for the portal. Well, I got the results of the test through my portal 
before they even called me. Like they called me maybe 12 hours after I got the results already. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I got mine. I, I don't even think they ever called me. I think I only got an email. Yeah. So that word to the wise, if you, if you people are out there with health insurance and you can sign up for that portal, like that, you know, little electronic access to all of your records, do it because you're going to get everything. And you get an email just saying like a new result is ready. And I'm like, all right. And I'm laying in bed going, do I want to check this now? Or do I want to wait? Because if I, if it's positive now, I'm going to freak out and it's one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, what do I do? And so I checked it and it said negative. And I'm like, I can go back to sleep now. <laughs> you were like me with the election. Do I even want to look at my phone right now? You know what? Because I wasn't feeling well, Steph, I was in bed by eight o'clock like every night. So I wasn't even watching. That's awesome, I, though, just to be able to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are I you just, feeling better now? Oh, so, OK, it's going to be on some Mandy's five things. But what shocked me was all of the stuff that I take. Remember, I told you, like, as soon as I don't feel good, I take my zinc. I take my vitamin D. I take like all these vitamins, but then I also take some homeopathic stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I got the test results through Advocate and then it says if you if it's positive, they just tag on like what you should do if you're COVID positive, right? Like the treatments that they recommend. I'm like, well, maybe this is why my test was negative because I've been doing everything that's on here since Monday. Yeah. Um, but I was like so surprised. And then Joey was like, oh, my throat hurts. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, take this, take this, do this. We're going to put this on you. But it was so interesting. So when we get to some Mandy's things, I'll go through the list. But maybe your brother should be taking all this stuff, too. I mean, I know he's my our friend that's the doctor told him also to take baby aspirin because, you know, that whole blood clot thing has been yes. a thing. Yeah. Um, and then an I aspirin. think zinc and vitamin D. I don't know what else he said, um, but. I was worried then because I'm like, who else have you been around? I mean, he is working, so everyone at work needs to get tested. But he said my dad was there a couple days before because they've been doing work on his basement. So then oh, I got no. like, I mean, I was already, my brother has asthma and stuff. Like, he doesn't mm -hmm. need this. I was worried. But when he said my dad, I was like, oh, God. But then he said he went to get the rapid test, too. And I mean, his was so fast within like no time. It was negative. But I think my dad, I told him he needs to get the antibody test. Yeah, I do think he and my stepmom had it in like February because she works at the casino and they were both super sick for like over a month. Mm. And I'm yeah, wondering I bet if you they, they had, had it. it. Yeah. So, well, I We'll yeah. just cut some Mandy's short. I'll just go through it right now. So um, on top of like doing the, the warm air vaporizer, they were also talking about doing like the essential oils, taking aspirin um, to and the percentage of um, like if you take aspirin as soon as you find out you're sick, it was like a 40 percent or 47 percent decrease on the possibility of being hospitalized oh i ha i take baby aspirin every day so yeah so good. i mean the aspirin is really important um but so then the the natural vitamins that they're talking about are vitamin d3 and they're saying taking extra supplements no matter what um you should take because everybody's basically basically deficient. But then they're saying for prevention for COVID, take 5,000 to 10,000 IUs, international units, daily. I but take like you, the drops of vitamin D, but I don't know. 
how much my drops are. Actually, I don't. Know. I take the little. You know, they look like little eggs, and um, you know, like the little yellow, like the vitamin D, uh, vitamin E ones. You know, it's like the little oil capsules. Mine's and, two thousand per drop. So yeah. So I then do, you should yeah. be doing, especially if it's for COVID prevention, t- five to 10,000. So if yours are 2,000, then do five drops a day. And it depends on the morning. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, I think I took too much. <laughs> well, you <laughs> know what? It. Sometimes if I take too much, it upsets my tummy. I get like very nauseated. Sometimes I feel like I'm going to throw up. So um, it's, you know, it, people could be sensitive to it. Uh, but they're saying if you if you are experiencing COVID-19 symptoms, it's recommended that you stop the vitamin D supplementation because it may worsen your symptoms. So it's better for you to take it every day. And then if you do start getting sick, kind of stop. Um, and then they're saying gravity, like for sure, elevating your head, which they're saying that, you know, when people are in the hospital, they're really having issues with them. Um, in the prone position. So they want people to be elevated or they actually flip them over on their bellies if they're having problems breathing. Um, And then here's what floored me with this other supplements. So vitamin C, 500 to 3,000 milligrams a day. Probiotics, uh, 30 to 50 billion live organisms daily with food. Zinc, 25 to 50 milligrams twice a day. And then the the kicker, and the, I always take this shit as soon as I'm not feeling well. It's homeopathic. It's the oscillococcinum. I know that's a mouthful. Are those those little ball things? Yes, it's those little sugar yeah. balls. And they're they're the anti flu. So they have a bunch. It's that boiron, b o i r o n boiron. I guess if you're gonna say it like an American. Um, you're it's like they have all sorts of homeopathic for like the cold sore throat this is specifically for the flu it's made out of duck livers it's not pate but it's made out of duck liver or goose liver enzymes because they don't get the flu so you're basically taking you know something from the animal it, to help your immune system. And I was so surprised to see this on the list recommended by the hospital. Like, don't you think that's kind of crazy? Well, I know. I think that stuff works. When we were in Paris, Davion and Tina's sister started getting a cold and me and Tina were like, we don't fucking want to get sick. So we went to like a pharmacy there and I got that and it lasted me a while, like even when I got home and I remember thinking it was like my fancy Paris medicine, but obviously <laughs> they have it here. But her and I never got sick. And like, I think I took it, you know, thereafter, anytime I felt like I was going to and knock on wood. Right. It, it works. And yeah. it's funny because I go to my cousin's house and then she's always yelling at the kids. But I forget what they call it there. They don't pronounce it right. <laughs> and it just makes me laugh. But um, yeah, right now at Walgreens, a 30 pack is 25 bucks like it's it's you know it's a little more than a bottle of nyquil but i'm telling you if the medical community is recommending that you take that on a daily basis or as soon as you start feeling unwell then take it because it's like a miracle i love that stuff and they're just teeny tiny little sugar balls they dissolve under your tongue it's nothing gross it's it it's just like sweet little sugar balls 
Like a little so. dip in dots, mini dip in dots. Right. So that was my week. At least I got a couple days off, though, even though it yeah, was paranoid. Yeah, and you don't have it, so that's good. True, and I don't have it. So, <clears throat> and I heard work sucked anyway, so I was glad I missed it all. So, yeah, it was a week for sure. Right. <laughs> well, we we have a couple more um, congratulatory uh, things here. Let's see. Actually, these are kind of funny. So it's basically, I'm sorry if you're a Trump fan and you're listening, you can just forward for a little bit. But these were worth listening to because they made me laugh. So uh, Michael, Michael Rappaport. Good, good. I say recount, stop the count, count it again. Okay. <laughs> then triple count it. It's over, fucko. You lost. You fucking lost. The fucking ghost of John McCain bit you right in your fat fucking ass in Arizona. Good, you fucking asshole. Your big fucking mouth came back to fuck you. Okay? The fucking... You, you don't want to uh, back the governor of Michigan when there's a plot to kidnap her? Good, you fuck. Pack your fucking shit and you're going to lose Pennsylvania. Huh? The ghost of Daryl fucking Dawkins, the Broad Street bullies. You're fucking done in Philadelphia. You're done. Pack your fucking shit. You got a bunch of fucking flunkies around you. Get your fucking stupid sons, your dumb fucking daughter, your fucking mute fucking blowjob, Jared fucking Kushner fucking son-in-law. Get the fucking tape. Get the boxes and pack your fucking shit. Pack it now. Go the fuck away. Four years of this fucking nonsense, you fucking blowjob. Get the fucking trucks. It's time, asshole. We could count. We could recount. Let's do it three fucking times. We'll triple check it. It's over, asshole. You fucking lost, motherfucker. You dumb fuck you. <laughs> he didn't mince words at all. No, and it cracks me up because when I hear him talking, it reminds me of my ex-brother-in-law. <laughs> Just like he wasn't, he was never afraid to like, yeah, fuck you, fuck off. So it just cracks me up when he's like, fucko. I love that. Fucko. Um, and then the Pennsylvania governor had this to say. No, I think what the president needs to do is, frankly, put his big boy pants on. He needs to acknowledge the fact that he lost and he needs to congratulate the winner, just as Jimmy Carter did, just as George H.W. Bush did, and frankly, just as Al Gore did. And stop this and let us move forward as a country. Yeah. There you go. Get your and he took his mask on. off to say that. He was like, hold on. He stepped <laughs> up to the mic, ripped the mask. Let me tell you what he needs to do. Oh, yeah. No. And it's interesting because um, it's all of these, you know, foreign countries. They're all like, welcome back, America. Welcome back. Welcome back. Mm -hmm. Like, it. it the one thought came to my mind, and I know it's like a weird thought, and why why would they do this? But I'm like, do you think that like while Trump was president, it was all kind of like a Truman Show thing, like that they were recording all this? It was like a reality show and a big fucking joke. Like, I wish. I don't. I think mean, it so, would maybe yeah. make more sense that we had such a fucko. <laughs> Let's not forget, he got 70 million votes this time around. So 2016 was not a fluke at all. You know? No, I mean, but it's it's very disheartening and disappointing to see how people just so blatantly overlook mm -hmm. 
the the just the hatred. I know. And 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 they they voted for that. I, I and I think that was like an overwhelming um, response from a lot of the people that voted for Biden. They're like, we, apparently, there's still 70 million people that love this chaos. Like, mm-hmm. like this is crazy. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure some of it was just financially motivated, but I also think that that's terrible that you know, you're willing to put up with everything else that he's spouting off just to make your portfolio look okay, you know? Right. I definitely think that financial um, situation is a motivator there. It's also these, and I hate to say it, but no matter what country you go to, you're going to have a lot of uneducated people. Oh, for sure. And so it's the people that aren't educated. less about, you know? Like he, it's not like, he has any of their interests in mind, but no. If they were standing in the middle of the road, he'd run them over just so he could get mm-hmm. to where he's going. He they're doesn't poor care. Losers, you know. They're right. They're... But I heard that somebody. Um, it was a really great. I forget. I think it might have been the Daily, but it was a great interview um, up in like northern Wisconsin, and it was like one bar owner was really Republican, but yet. Uh, he didn't really believe in COVID. So a lot of his employees got it. One employee's husband died from it. And then there was another bar owner who was a Wisconsinite, but was Yale educated or maybe Harvard. I think he went to Harvard and he also owned a bar, but he shut down. He only did outdoor service and he was a Democrat. And he had said, he goes, I really, I really think that people just aren't educated enough to make a well-informed decision. And then on top of it, it's it's their poor media choices. So if they're only watching Fox News or they're only watching, you know, one media source and they're not looking at varied media sources, then they're not getting the information that they need to be informed. Well, they're also being told that the other media sources are are fake and it's fake news. And right. But I mean, Fox News called it, too. So what the fuck are you going to say to that? You know, like, right. Fox News ended up totally just flipping a 180. Like, mm-hmm. OK, so now you guys are going to, you know, with your tail between your legs because nobody's going to fucking watch you anymore. You well, know, I think even with that and a lot of Republicans, it's like they still believe in democracy. And there's, you know, you can't you can't just act like that when you lose, you know, like that's the reason we have the system in place in our country. Right. So well, I think I at least you, some of them are recognizing that. Yeah. But I guarantee you he's not going to go lightly. He's Oh, he's, no, no, no. He's not going to go. And it, it cracks me up because I was like, oh, Trump a shango. Like I, I keep up on world. I keep up on world news. And then mm-hmm. there's that Lukashenko. And he totally just lied and said, I got 80 percent of the vote. And the person that really won, like, had her escape the country because they were going to kill her, you know? And so I'm like, it wouldn't put, put it, I wouldn't put it past Trump to kind of try to take a page out of Lukashenko's book, you know? Well, they were showing all those emails he was sending out, you know, like really riling people up and asking for money that apparently is just going to his campaign debts, not to his legal fees to try to get recounts. Right. So it's just all such a fucking sham. And like the fact that people don't know or don't want to know, is just, it's sad, but I just, couldn't have been happier yesterday no like, I, was I was just like oh my god 
Oh, this is what we needed this year. We needed one good day. We did need one good day. Although I don't know about you, but it was like, um, because 2016 still is like in my mind that it's like, are we celebrating prematurely? Is there any chance that we could be wrong? Like, is like, I was almost a little nervous, like, okay, he's making his acceptance speech, but like, are we sure? Are we sure? You know, because it was just so traumatic in 2016. I mean, yeah, I was like, I was insane Tuesday night and most of Wednesday. And then I started feeling a little better because obviously all I did was refresh the map like every day or I mean every hour (laughs) each day. And I did start feeling better like Thursday night and then once Georgia flipped and then it was like, okay, just call it like, come on. Um, So I felt good once they did say it. I wasn't like worried that it was going to change then. Okay. Yeah. I still, though, even when, when I was watching them yesterday, right? Saturday, mm-hmm. like, I was still like, oh my God, please just let this be real. Please. Just I was let just this more be- worried. Like, they're outside. I hope they have good security around there. Like, I well, don't, okay. I hate so, thinking like that, but no, people I was driving thinking, around with guns and Hummers and like, I don't know. I was thinking the same thing because so then I watched it, I want to say maybe on NBC or ABC. I don't know. On my phone, right? So I watched it. And then all of a sudden you hear like a gunshot. When it like at the moment that the broadcast cut out and I was like, and you could see everybody on the stage kind of turned and looked as it cut. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? So then I go back and I pull up PBS and then I see it's fireworks and they're all watching fireworks. fireworks. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, I would have just shit myself. Like, yeah, that was just like a scary moment there for a second. Yeah, they were letting off fireworks by me, which I was so annoyed about all year long. Like, okay, enough. And then yesterday I was like, bring them on. I'm okay with this right now. Well, we're I'm out in kind of hillbilly town, so I, I probably have a lot more Trump fans than I do Biden fans out this way. And even my kids, they were like, mm, we're going to stock up on ammo. And I'm like, okay, I don't think we're going to need it, but okay. Um but I did hear some fireworks going off. So I'm like, okay, we got Biden people in the neighborhood. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I opened my window because I thought I heard, I definitely heard like honking horns, but I also thought I heard people cheering. So I opened the window and sure enough, everyone on the street was like going nuts. And I was like, I wanted to run out there and yell with them, but I just was like dancing around my apartment. Yeah. See, in the bigger cities, you had a lot of people like celebrating. I have a, photographer that I used to work with in the past for like headshots and stuff and he lives in New York now and he's originally from Tennessee so he just said he went to make breakfast and then he just heard all this noise outside his apartment and he went outside and he's like everybody's banging on pots and pans and they're yelling and and he's like I could not stop crying he's like I love New York more than I ever could he's just like you know this just, it was fun to see those videos felt, too, like of everyone yeah. cheering on the mail trucks and stuff. Like it was a parade. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a good day. It was a good day, and you know what? And I didn't see a whole lot of people. Like you know, when Trump won, all you saw on Facebook were like, "Yeah, fuck you guys. We won. We won." Like just such negativity. Like you won, but like why? Why do you have to be so hateful? 
And obviously this time majority of I've basically I've unfriended so many people stuff. Really, all I see on my Facebook timeline now are crockpot recipes and garage sale <laughs> ads. And that's I'm okay what you got to do. You just have to curate your own little world because otherwise you'll just really go crazy. I, I know, that. but I'm like, man, Facebook, you suck now. But it's like a majority of my friends, you know, they're all Democrats or, you know, I have a lot of Bernie people, too. But they were, you know, they're all kind Americans. And only a couple of them were like, oh, what was that? Hashtag fuck your feelings. What was that back in 2016? So a couple of them were just well, like. I only felt that when I saw people tweeting, like, don't forget how you felt in 2016. Reach out to someone, you know, that may have voted, you know, for Trump and make sure they're doing OK. And then I was like, I thought it was fuck your feelings. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Right. Yeah. The, the one the one little area on social media that I did kind of get into it with people. And I it's a, that was the same guy too, that Jeff Brown that I follow. He's like a, he's like a positive, like spiritual guru guy, but he posted something about like, you know, congratulations, America. It's a fresh start for you, whatever, whatever. And then Where's one he lady was like, one lady's like, well, if the count is correct. And I was like, look here, Brenda, you're fucking Canadian. Like, what are you even <laughs> stirring the pot for? Stay in your fucking lane. And then I had some other lady like, well, we followed you into Vietnam and Afghanistan. We've shed blood, too. Your politics are important to our country. And I'm just like, you people back the fuck up. Like, you know. It's the, all those nosy people. I don't care if you're happy for us. That's great. But don't start. You're a Canadian Trump fan. Like you're even you're worse than a piece of dog shit in my book. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, OK, well, as long as I said that, uh, I think this is from another country. I don't think this is from America, but I could be wrong. But this cracked me up because it was a friend in Australia that posted this. Yeah, I've seen that. I don't know what that's from. I mean, maybe they chanted it yesterday, too, but I've definitely seen it like before the election. So I don't know if it was another country, like you said, because they like the word cunt. I feel like in other countries more than yes, cunt and twat, twat, they say. Yeah, Yeah. I've been (laughs) I've been watching that show, The Boys, a lot. And uh, the butcher, he's always calling people cunts and twats. (laughs) Have you seen the movie The Boy? Because I have not. But it's like this creepy doll. No, there was a funny tweet. It was like a picture from the movie of like the doll sitting on a chair. And they're like, and Jared Kushner has gone back to his normal form. (laughs) And the doll looks just like Jared Kushner. Like, I'll have to post it. I was dying laughing. And I said to my friends, I'm like, what is that even from? And my friend said it's from some movie called The Boy. (laughs) It's really funny. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. He looks exactly like it. I'm not a fan of any of those Trumps. And I never was. So it's like, and I never was political. But 2016 just 
did something to me where I just and 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 it's funny because my friend Anne she put it best. She had that quote. She's like overheard on the corner that for the first time in four years, America just un- unclenched its ass. <laughs> It did. It just felt like a weight lifted. And I saw a tweet. Chrissy Teigen said it feels like I just took off a weighted blanket, unhooked my bra and took my extensions out all at once. And it did. It just felt like, like I just sat on my couch like, oh, my God, I don't have to fucking hear him. Well, I'm here, I'm sure, for the next month or so. But just to like not have to. I I hated the news. I hated everything. Yeah, yeah, I hated his voice. So I wouldn't even listen like, you know, normal Americans would listen to like the State of the Union and they would listen to like these addresses regarding this pandemic. But I've I've even when he was that you're fired guy, like oh, I yeah, couldn't stand his voice. I hated him. So and I told four- my mom and stepdad that because I've gotten into political arguments with my stepdad. But it's like you guys have to remember, even when you guys would watch The Apprentice, I hated him. Yeah. So this isn't just solely based on like the Republican Democrat thing. He's just a piece of shit. Right. And I never even watched The Apprentice. It would be the commercials and like all the products that he would endorse on those commercials. And I'd be like, oh, God, I can't stand this guy. Disgusting. And they're so ugly. Him and his ugly kids. They're just like they look like ghouls. I just hate them. Well, then it it was I always mix his name up. Cooper Anderson, Anderson Cooper, Cooper. Anderson Cooper. And he he was like he's like an obese turtle on his back or whatever on his shell. And people were like, well, that wasn't kind. Well, nothing about the man is kind. So I know what was so bad about calling him an obese turtle. Like I have a hard time with like the fat stuff because it's like he's so many worse things than fat. But I know that he would be really bothered by it. So I don't right. care it's, as much. <laughs> it's a trigger for him. So when yes, you know it's so a I'm trigger. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, but so. And he likes to call women fat all the time. So. Yeah. Somebody was like, well, how's Melania going to decorate the White House for Christmas now? <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> My my cousin Annie, her and her um, fiance Renee, they both like, you know, they were posting some funny ass shit, and I'm like, I was just the thinking memes about it. Kept me alive for those from Tuesday or Wednesday to Saturday morning. I was like really struggling, but the memes helped. Yes, they were all so much fun, and I'm telling you that John Cooler by the Lake, he makes some really funny memes. So I sent a bunch over yesterday to you and Ed, and they were just funny. Like today, I just sent one. And it's uh, Anita. Oh, the drag queen. Yeah, yeah her name one. is Anita Recount. <laughs> yeah, that one was good. I like that one. So, um, but I didn't totally do a lot of posting on our on our pages about all this political stuff because, I mean, in the past we've kept our podcast pretty political free, but this was too big to be ignoring for the past couple months. So, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to say what I feel, so I don't give a shit. Well, and I think a majority of our listeners, as well as a majority of the people in my life, um, are you know, we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just valuing uh, common decency and morals. Really, that's the bottom line. Yeah. And uh, th- I think that was the biggest part of, like, listening to uh, Joe and Kamala yesterday that it was just like, you know, we all have a little hope in our hearts now that things might get a little better. And um, it's not going to be done overnight. But he said, like, 
ASAP. He's got his team of scientists and people and he's going to, you know, start working on the coronavirus problem immediately. Like so that in January it's ready to go, you know, Mm -hmm. like stuff like that. That needs to. And I saw somebody they're like, hey, Trump, leave that stack of checks on the desk. So Joe can sign them, (laughs) you know, (laughs) the uh, the stimulus checks. So. Um, yeah. But I don't know about you, Steph, but were you seeking out like junk food or booze or anything over the... Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, my anxiety was at like, I've never, ever felt the way I was feeling like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, Monday night, I ordered hot dogs and a shake for dinner. Yum. Tuesday night, I ordered Chinese food. And my fucking THC vape pen that I've had since Denver. So that tells you how little I like puff on it. But if I'm feeling anxious or just like after a long day, I just want to like lay on the couch. I'll just take a couple puffs. Right. Fucking Tuesday. I take one puff and I got like a little and then I keep trying it. It was out of oil. Tuesday. Tuesday of all days. Like you couldn't last me one more night one more and then i'm like in my ashtray davion had left like a little roach so i kind of lit that and i'm like trying to like not burn myself suck on it and then yeah after all that i ended up ordering chinese food and then wednesday i was out and i needed dinner then too and i got culver so i had like three days of (laughs) real not great healthy dinners but it helped so but that's what i needed you were part of the majority. So <clears throat> I guess the, the most popular Google searches on Tuesday night were cookies near me, Chinese mm-hmm. food near me, liquor stores near me, pizza near me, burgers near me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then um, New York Times tech columnist Kevin Roos uh, tweeted about a Ben and Jerry shortage Tuesday night. And I guess he had like a picture of it and, it and it just says anxiety index. The entire Ben and Jerry's freezer at the grocery store is empty. <laughs> and then dozens of tweets followed in response showing photos of empty liquor shelves, freezers packed with um, full of desserts and empty ice cream bowls. So um, and then on Election Day, the that alcohol delivery company Drizzly, they mm-hmm. said they had a 68 percent increase in sales compared with the in average for the previous four Tuesdays. I believe it. And they said the blue state sales were up 75 and the red state sales were up 33. <laughs> I think everyone I work with was just like so crabby Wednesday and Thursday. Like my boss, he came on, we had like a 930 call and I'm like, I'm like, are you okay? He's like, I don't think I slept even 10 minutes. Like, he like we were just all not in the mood, but I also think everyone was drinking too. I didn't really drink. I drank yesterday. I've had a bottle of Dom that my friend gave me for my birthday that I've just had. Nice. And I, Davion and I was like, well, if there was ever a time to pop this open, so we drank it last night. But otherwise, I don't know. That doesn't super calm me. It's it more like makes me want to like go dance or something. You know? Yeah. It's alcohol not- <laughs> gives you energy. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't need that. I took a lot of melatonin and tried to smoke some weed and ate, <laughs> and ate a lot of carbs. 
I think I, I well, I almost ate a whole box of Cheez-Its. I don't know yeah. if that counts. I be, Because I wasn't feeling well, though, I was in bed really early, and I didn't cook. So, of course, we had pizza, we had Popeyes, we had Wendy's. <laughs> Just yeah. because I'm like, I'm not I'm not cooking like I cooked Monday and Tuesday. Then Wednesday, I didn't get home from the urgent care until after eight o'clock. And uh, Joey had gone to Costco. So he got like a rotisserie chicken. And um, he just like if I had like a slot in my door, he like came upstairs and just put the bowl of food on the floor by my bedroom door <laughs> and then backed away. So, and I, and he gave me this bowl and I'm like, man, he didn't really give me that much. Like I'm hungry. <laughs> so that was but, my brother. I'm like, I guess I'll just leave your gift on your porch and text you once it's out there. Like no one can go inside. Well, I mean, but he's got to stay in. Now they're saying 10 days instead of 14 days, but I mean, I I only had to stay in for two days. And I, as soon as I got those results Saturday morning, I was up at seven. I'm like, motherfucker, I got to the deli. I went to the bakery. I went to the post office. Like I went everywhere. I felt like I was a prisoner freed from jail. And that was only two days. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be. And then I just felt bad it was his birthday. <laughs> like mm. my mom dropped off all this food for him, but he couldn't even taste any of it. Like <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, when yeah. my mom had it, she sent everybody a little video of her eating an onion like an apple. She's like, she like, I can't taste even it. taste this. And she's like laughing. I'm like, only you. Like you've got this horrible, deadly pandemic disease and you're laughing about it. Like yeah. only you. Make the most of it then, I guess. I guess I would just eat a bunch of like shit I don't like. Yeah, healthy yeah, I stuff. don't even know. She, she <laughs> just it doesn't yeah, matter. She was chewing on an onion. I think the worst part for her is she did have like the tummy upset and she's like, I shit in the bed. I'm like, well, it happens. <laughs> so, so maybe drop off some uh, fresh panties for your brother, fresh underpants, just in case. Uh, yeah, Lord only knows what he's doing in that house all alone. Well, while you were talking about pot, uh, mm-hmm. so many other state stuff legalized marijuana. I was very um, excited about Arizona because when we were there, this was it this year? Yeah. Oh, my God. It feels like five years ago. Um, I was mad they only had medical marijuana, but now I'm like, we can go back to Phoenix. Yeah. So Arizona uh, legalized marijuana, Montana, South Dakota, um and New Jersey. Now, Mississippi mm-hmm. legalized medical cannabis. Um, and then Oregon, my kids were like, yeah, you can just go do coke or heroin or whatever you want in Oregon. They decriminalized all drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they legalized the psilocybin therapy, the mushrooms. Um, D.C. decriminalized psychedelics. And then South Dakota legalized medical cannabis. So, yeah, I was looking at the decriminalization thing. And so it's like it just takes it from a class A misdemeanor to a class E violation. So you would get like a hundred dollar fine or a health assessment rather than jail time if you did have drugs. But if you're like distributing drugs, you could still get jail time. Uh, I was trying to figure out like technically it's not legal, 
but you're just not getting such a harsh sentence. No, but I mean, look at all these people that are in jail in all these other states for like getting yeah. busted with pod or whatever. And they're like rotting in jail right now. So I really I I really feel that if they are now decriminalizing things and making things legal, then they should go. There should be a loophole for all these guys stuck in jail for drug charges to get out. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because that's not fair. Um, we had some really, really uh, wonderful uh, advances made in lots of states across the U.S. where they're finally people of color and then um, LGBTQ uh, people. So New Mexico is uh, made history by becoming the first state to elect all women of color to the House. And that's pretty amazing. I want to say a lot of them were like uh, Native American as well as Hispanic. And I think there might have been maybe someone of like Middle Eastern descent. I'm not sure, but it, it was pretty cool. Like they're all women and they're all people of color. And then in New York, Democrats Mondaire Jones and Richie Torres became the first two openly gay black men elected to Congress. In Missouri, Black Lives Matter activist and nurse Cori Bush became the first black woman elected to Congress. In North Carolina, Madison Cawthorn will soon be the youngest member of Congress at 25 years old. And but he'll he's take a piece the- of shit. Is he? He's the one that like took pictures at Auschwitz or something and like he's a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, it's nice to have young people in there, but he's a piece of shit. I'm just going to make sure that that's said. All right. So he's 25 and a piece of shit. But he, So he takes the record from AOC. She was only 29 when she was first elected. And then in Delaware, Sarah McBride will be the first openly transgender state senator in U.S. history, also making her the country's highest ranking openly transgender official. That was exciting, too. And I like that Joe Biden mentioned transgenders in his speech. Yes. Yes. Well, and I know a lot of people, too. It's like, you know, I have a lot of um, LGBTQ folks in my in my life. And yet, like, especially family. And it's like that generation of like the grandparents, though, they're still such, uh, you know, like Trump fans that it put a big rift in a lot of families they're like how can you vote for someone who wants to take away my rights like don't you love me like why don't you want me to live like everybody else so that was really rough that was really rough so madison cawthorn i didn't want to speak disparagingly or so terribly as someone and that was the wrong person but it was him (laughs) and he visited um hitler's home and like said bucket list or something so that's what it was that he did. Oh. But I think it's since been he deleted it. But yeah. So that's not good. No. No. Well, here's something good stuff that the White House oh, will so finally happy have some. And they're so cute. Such they're gonna have doggos in the White House. So it's champ and major. Major. And one of them is a one of them is um a, a rescue. Li- major is. It's the first the, rescue dog in the White House, too. Well, when you say rescue dog, it's like the, um, you know, he's like trained to go rescue people. But no, they actually rescued one of them, too. OK, but one of them is also like a trained guide dog or a helper dog, too. Yes. 
Sorry, my computer said I was going to do an update and I freaked the fuck out. I was like, where's the button? You're like, no, no. Because it will just turn off. It's done it to me like in the middle of working like on something. So I get really nervous. Um, These computers. And they're both German shepherds and they're both so cute. So that was exciting to me. They're really big. I like German shepherds. I like German shepherds. My uncle had one. His name was Diesel and he was the best dog ever. So dogs, you, but if you were like p- roughhousing playing with them, you better watch out, man. He he meant business, so. <laughs> but he was a good dog. Um, Steph, I'm so glad you put this on the list. Like I was laughing so hard. I still was laughing today about this. Like it's just so. Like you could, if someone wrote this, you'd be like, okay, like that's a stretch. But it's like something from Veep. Which, That's what like, they said. I not even the... Veep would have done this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so someone on Trump's team held a news conference and thought they were booking the Four Seasons, um, but it was the Four Seasons in Philadelphia. Total landscaping was <laughs> the Four Seasons. Total landscaping was the name of it, and it was just like this, it was like a shed almost place between a um, like an adult bookstore. And a crematorium. Crematorium, yeah, where they burn <laughs> up the body. they sent Rudy Giuliani there to do this press conference at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. And it is just, I don't know. It is well, just hilarious. It, they're stupid. Like, and I, I don't know who I was <laughs> listening to. And they were like, of course, it, it, Trump is objecting to, like, the counts and all this and that. and But yet he was on the golf course and just said, like, we'll deal with this on Monday. Like, if he was really <laughs> upset about it and really cared that he lost the election, he wouldn't be golfing and he wouldn't be like, let's wait until Monday to start working on this. Like, what a just garbage. Everyone should just look up the picture of the Rudy Giuliani standing in front of this landscaping business. Well, it's like and somebody's I think it's owned by like two women and now they're selling like some t-shirts and stuff, which is funny too. Yes. But it was like <laughs> a garage door with like yes. the, Trump, <laughs> the Trump, you know, propaganda taped uh, all over it. it like how stupid. In an alley. It looks like in an alley in front of somebody's like garage. Ridiculous. Those four well, and, seasons. And, uh, and talking about stupid garbage people, Steve Bannon. Like, what was up Ugh. with that? How is he still, um, like, alive? Didn't he look like get really sick at some point? Like, what is he? I, I don't he went know. And died but I mean, somewhere to legit say that that Fauci and the FBI director should be beheaded. <laughs> like, Man, that's, that's they're disgusting. I know. Yeah, that but that like there should be legal repercussions for that one. Like I think a lot of say, the violence inciting needs to be there needs to be some sort of punishment for that. I yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. Um, so Steph, maybe you want to wait until uh you can get a hold of this if <laughs> for your vape pen. Um, Jerry Garcia's family is launching a cannabis brand that you'll be grateful for. Get it. Um, so there's going to be a new line of Jerry Garcia cannabis arriving in dispensaries next month. It's called uh, Garcia Handpicked, and it's a collection of product and merch to honor the legacy of the great guitarist and singer-songwriter who is most famous for founding the Grateful Dead. Um, 
Garcia's family partnered with MSO Holistic Industries to create the brand, and they're including select old school strains and new genetics enjoyed by uh, Garcia over the years. And this is being spearheaded by Garcia's daughter, Trixie. I love that name, Trixie. And uh, she said she wanted to create a cannabis experience that would bring people together in the in a way only Jerry could. So they will. It feels like it's going to be really strong. I don't know if I can handle it. I don't know. I mean, you could try it. It's kind of cool because every all the packaging is going to be made from recycled paper, and it's going to include Garcia's original artwork quotes and play. And then they're going to select playlists for each strain. So for the sativa, you can listen to tunes like Casey Jones and Might As Well. And then Indica Lovers can chill to Gamora. So because Garcia preferred joints and rarely smoked alone, Garcia handpicked put an emphasis on pre-roll packs. And each joint has a custom glass tip with Jerry's handprint. The line also includes Jerry's picks, which are gummies shaped like his actual guitar picks. That's cute. Yeah, I think that's totally cute. And then once you have all your Jerry Garcia like cannabis on board, um, you can then light up your KFC fried chicken scented fire log. <laughs> <laughs> I don't then, even. Yeah, that just sounds weird. I don't know. That they I have want it every house year. They have it every like year, that. and they sell out stuff. It's they're like these logs you stick in the fireplace, and it smells like eleven herbs and spices. You can get them at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just I'm not really a fried chicken fan, so I guess that's probably why I'm like no. What? I'm not a KFC fan, but I definitely had some Popeyes yesterday, and I wasn't. Yeah, wasn't afraid to admit it. So I. I I had Popeyes and Rosati's at the same time. So. Ooh, you were just going yeah. in. Yeah, it was a free for all. <laughs> so we've got some sports news, and it's kind of funny because my kids brought this to my attention. So, um, free agent John Lester spent forty seven thousand dollars on beer for Chicago fans in a possible farewell. So. He plays for the Cubs. Obviously, he's 36 years old. And on Halloween weekend, he went to four different bars and ended up buying beers at all of those bars for people and then tipping like around uh, tipping 34 percent, which is his number. Right. Damn. Team number. So he spent forty seven thousand ninety four dollars and ninety cents between Friday and Sunday. And it was $31,082.63 on Miller Lights and then $16,012.27 in gratuity. That just tells you that like Wrigleyville's gotten too expensive too. Because if this was like eight years ago or something, that shit would have been at $20,000, not $32,000. Come on. $32,000. On Miller Lite? Right. On Miller Lite. Come on. Yeah. Wrigleyville's just out of control these days, but good for him. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, and speaking of beer, I I said to my kids, I'm like, we normally do kind of like a family Christmas picture, but we usually do it when we go on vacation, right? I'm like, since we didn't go anywhere this year, I want to do those toilet roll, you know, like when you take your picture through the toilet paper roll oh yeah and then i said and then another one i just want like all of us 
in our masks, like holding a Corona. My kids are like, you're so stupid. I'm like, I don't know. We didn't, we didn't go anywhere or do anything. I think that that's kind of funny. So yeah. Do you do it for cards? Yeah, I kind of do like a picture card. I, I mean, I took a couple years off there when I was going I was through gonna a say, divorce. I don't think I've ever gotten one. What the hell? I didn't give you one last year. No, I don't think I've ever gotten one from you. Girl, come on. All right. Mm-hmm. Better make sure I have your address. You're going to well, get one. Well, don't be expecting a card from me because I don't do that. But I want yours. <laughs> no. Well, who knows? My kids might be like, you're stupid and we're not doing your idea. So I may not do cards at all, but we'll see. Um, R.I.P. today, Alex Trebek. I know. It was like, come on, 2020. You couldn't give us one weekend. <laughs> like, oh. we have to get that today. I know it made me so sad. But I know he was like really battling. Was it pancreatic? Pancreatic cancer. Yeah, he was or 80 prostate. Years old. Which one was it? Pancreatic cancer. It was pancreatic. Yeah. It's yeah, terrible. I lost a friend to that. Oh man, I think it's been fifteen years now. But she wasn't even thirty years old when she passed. Ugh. It was horrible. I texted yeah. my friends earlier um, when I was I did that semester in LA for school. I was like, I pumped gas next to Alex Trebek and I said hi to him and he said hi back. And then after I sent it, I'm like, I don't know why I'm telling you guys that story is very anticlimactic and dumb, but he seemed nice. Like, I don't know. I was just thinking that he seemed like a nice guy and I pumped gas next to him one time. Well, that's a cool story. I don't know. My kids <laughs> seem to be impressed when I'm like, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne tried to give me dinner, but he was just creepy or like, but that's because that was my job. Like I worked hospitality for musicians. So yeah. it was like, you know, I got to meet a ton of people, but they, they like, can you tell us the story again? I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, my friends were all just like, okay. <laughs> well, you know, the one thing I thought of when I heard Alex passed away is, Earlier in the year, my friend Todd, um, that I I had known him since like junior high, he passed away in his sleep. And we don't know if it was Corona or what it could have been. Uh, he lived, you know, lived alone, was divorced and he he passed away. But he had auditioned for Jeopardy so many times. So now I'm like, I hope that Todd and Alex are like doing Jeopardy in heaven right now. So doing a little on the fly game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I'm a firm believer. We just go into another dimension. But who am I? Uh, We got some coronavirus. Coronavirus news. Where's where's Cardi B? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. I'm telling you, it's real. It's getting real. Woo. You know what? And I didn't like I guess maybe I should have went on her Instagram page, but now that I think about it, I didn't really get any Cardi B reaction to this whole election she stuff. She posted something. I think it was like Wednesday when everyone was still like, are you fucking kidding me? She was just like smoking a cigarette and like shaking her head like, F- what the fuck? But huh. I think that's all I've seen. Yeah, normally, like, remember I had all of her drops from the, from her watching the debates and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Like, yeah, yeah, interesting that I didn't really run across anything. Um, Steph, so remember we talked about how, like, dogs could sniff out coronavirus on people by, like, smelling their clothing, like, the, it's in their sweat. And they're, you know, people that, you know, shed the sweat on their clothes, the dogs can smell it. Now they have... um they have come up with a breath test. So like a breathalyzer for COVID and they can detect it in seconds. 
Um, and they're saying that that can be useful for airports and, you know, places where you're going to have big crowds of people, um, transportation and aviation and even immigration. So it's like it's non-invasive. You don't need specialized personnel to collect the samples and you, you have a result within a couple minutes. So that's cool. Yeah. So they're thinking that as long as they can secure funding, that they could probably have these devices ready to use in six months. So fingers crossed. I would much rather be like, I'll blow in the breathalyzer instead of like, you know, sitting in a room and, you know, I'm telling you that nasal swab, you had it done. This girl went up into my brain. Did they do both nostrils? She uh, So for the rapid test, they did both nostrils, but it was just like, like, let me get that little booger there. It wasn't like anything invasive for the rapid test, but for the PCR test or PCS, PCR test. Oh, man, they yeah, jam they that. stay up there. Ooh, and they was... take it out and they're like, I got to do the other one. What? Did, were you just up there for like a minute? Why do you need both? Oh, no. She only did the one for that PCR test. That's what but... my brother said. He only had the one. I was like, why the fuck did I get two? Huh. I don't know. For the rapid, they did too, but they don't go far up. But for the other test, they went really far up there. And then I watched her put the swab in the bottle. And I guess the media that they put the swab in is like pink or red. And I was like, oh, my God, did you make me bleed? She's like, no, that's just the media that it goes in. I'm like, "Okay." Oh, God. (laughs) Like, did you stab my brain? Am I bleeding? (laughs) Yeah, my eyes were watering. I was like, get this over with. Well, that's the thing. Like you worry. Okay, so if you're doing 50 of these tests in a day and everybody kind of coughs or their eyes water a little bit, like, are you really cleaning these rooms that well? Like, well, I was in uh, my car for mine. They did it in my car. Yeah, no, I was sitting in like an exam room. When I walked in, it smelled like bleach. But, you know, you can make anything smell like bleach if you just spill a little bit on the floor, you know. (laughs) Uh, this kind of freaked me out. Coronavirus news is they have in Denmark, they have 15 million mink. You know, the cute little mink. I know. Um, this is sad. I, this is so sad. But they've already had 12 people infected with the mutated coronavirus from the mink. So now they're going to kill all of these mink, 15 million of them, because they're concerned that the mutation that's moving from the mink into the humans could jeopardize future vaccines. So we're little minks. I know I feel bad. I mean, I have a mink coat, but it's vintage. It's God, it's probably got to be at least 70 years old. So it's like I didn't kill the minks. I didn't go out looking for it. It was just it was a fun find at an estate sale. Like, but I guess maybe they're going to have a lot of cheap mink coats coming up. Yeah, the value is going to go down. Right, right. So, um, well, Steph, let me play some sexy music. Killing minks really wasn't sexy. I'm sorry. Uh, Here we go. We have. You, oh, before you say that, I was going to say I saw a Christmas there's shirt with Santa on it, and it says, There's some hoes in this house. <laughs> there's some whores in the house. This is uh, November 8th. We're recording Sunday. Okay. The Swedish Pump. And it's oh. basically like reverse cowgirl. He's But he's laying flat, and she's on him pumping. And then Tuesday. The Swedish Pump. 
the 10th, the elevator. <laughs> so I and take it she's like on top. Yeah, he's, he's like her kneeling up. and she he's holding her like around her butt. And yeah, the elevator. And I realized I did not post last week, but I when I had a second to think about it, I hadn't posted the show yet or like just it or something. And then, yeah, totally forgot until like today. I was like, oh, my God, I never posted anything. Well, and I never shared it on social like, you know, Radio it was Misfits. It a rough week for us. <laughs> right. Radio Misfits. Um Facebook page, they'll always post the show first, and then usually I'll share it on to Dishing Bitches, I'll share it on the Steps in the City, and then I'll share it on my own page off of that. Well, I just did that today. But I figured, who the fuck really is listening to anything other than election news until yeah. yesterday? Think so, of it as a little bonus episode. If you're listening now and you've got the post, there's one from last week, too. Well, and, and we called it Scrotal Recall, and it, it almost made me laugh. Because I'm like Trump is such a scrotum. Like now he wants to he and wants the recount. To, yeah, right. I'm like scrotal recall. And then I, you know, it was the pearl necklace. I told that I'm like, oh, we could name it pearl necklace. And he's like, oh, they're both good. And it's funny because my my cousin up in Madison, Wisconsin, my cousin Cindy, she worked the polls there in Madison, and she sent a picture. Like she posted a picture on her Facebook page, and she had all of her gear on. And then I saw she was wearing her pearl. And I'm like, oh, my God, you wore your pearls for RBG. And she's like, yes. How did you know? <laughs> so come like, through Wisconsin you. and Michigan. They came through. They did. They did. Although Fuck I'm telling Florida. you, like my family on my dad's side was like ripped apart because majority of them, like my one cousin, they own like a tactical defense company. So, you know, they weren't going to vote Democrat because they sell stuff that like guns and all that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was like there was a lot of like people not talking to each other over this in the family. Mm, it happens. It happens. It's crazy, but it happens. So, uh, all right. Well, get on top. Elevate her. <laughs> elevate her. Elevate her or get your Swedish pump. That just reminds me of uh, Austin Powers. Was it like when yeah, they the were... penis pump, right? Yes. One Swedish yeah. made penis enlargement pump or whatever. <laughs> uh, that that I got to go back and watch Austin Powers just because they're just so stupid. They make me laugh. Uh, here's some things from Samandi. Five things that Samandi likes. These are the things that Samandi likes. Five things that Samandi likes. These are the things that Samandi likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. That's Stella Sonic from the Strays in the UK. You can find them all over social media and YouTube. Actually, if you want to watch their cool, fun videos, uh, Stella is quite the vocalist as well as a, I think she's a really good actress in her videos. So um, number one on my list. So I was on my couch all day Wednesday in a mask. <laughs> Home alone, but I'm wearing a mask and I watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Yeah, I keep hearing that's good. You know, I avoided it for a little bit because I'm like, I never learned how to play chess. Like, chess just doesn't interest me. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe I wouldn't be interested in this. And then I just was like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to watch it. I was addicted. I think I, I think it's seven or eight episodes and I watched them all straight through and I didn't fall asleep, which is pretty amazing. So, yeah, 
considering I wasn't feeling well. Yeah. So, oh, so this was Thursday. Yeah. All day Thursday, I watched The Queen's Gambit. And it's kind of funny because my friend Steve, while I'm watching it, he texts me. He's like, hey, have you watched The Queen's Gambit? And I'm like, hey, are you spying on me? Because I'm watching it right now. He's like, me too. And we were both on the same episode just a couple minutes off. Oh, that's funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah. He's well, and it's funny because his birthday is the day after mine. So we we're a lot alike in some ways. It's kind of funny. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. Uh, Yeah, I've known him for years. So and I said, I'm like, we always have read the same books and stuff like that. It's just so funny that. Yeah, he was like, have you ever watched the show? I'm like, I'm watching it right now. Um, and then I finally remembered what I was so excited about months ago. Remember when I was like, oh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have a new show coming out. And um, and I finally saw something on Facebook. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I wanted to watch that show. So it's on Amazon Prime Truth Seekers. And um, it reminds me a little bit of like an X-Files. It's a... Uh, Nick Frost does most of the acting. He's Gus and um, Simon Pegg is David and he's like his boss. So you don't really see Simon Pegg as much as you see Nick. And um, he's got like a couple sidekicks that work with him. They they work for like an an Internet company and it's their goal to get like 100 percent coverage. But every now and then there'll be like a blip in the coverage because of paranormal things, because apparently like. The paranormal happens on the 6G wavelength, so they have to take care of the paranormal stuff. Is it? It's a comedy? It, it, it's, yeah, it's not a scary at all. It is more of a comedy, but I don't know. It's just, it's cute. You know, it's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Like, they're always kind of funny. You know what I mean? It's never mm-hmm. super serious. Yeah. So you might like it. You might like it. I watched two episodes. Well, there's only been two episodes of The Undoing today. And it was good. I'm like going to have to watch episode three tonight because it's every Sunday. And what channel is that on? HBO. Oh, okay. We have HBO. We just haven't been watching it that much lately because then Mandalorian came out with the next season. So um I watched that too. There's two episodes now. It comes out every Friday. And this most recent one was really cute. Baby Yoda was being a bad baby, but it was a cute, cute episode. Um, Steph, these aren't specifically scary. I think, what was that movie, Get Out? And did you ever see that movie, Get Out? Yeah, the Jordan okay, Peele. So then you're familiar with um, Bloom House is the is like the the production company that puts out all these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on Amazon, they have this Welcome to the Bloom House project going on, and they had four films debut in October, The Lie and Black Box, and then um, Evil Eye and Nocturne. And I watched Black Box last night, and it was actually really good. And then before we started recording tonight, I started watching The Lie. So I'm like halfway through that. So they're they're not really scary, but they fall into like the suspense genre. Okay. Um, I got to get you that code stuff so you can watch the Amazon channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's a yeah. lot of good stuff on there. Like, I, and, and 
it's so hard for me because there's so much to choose from because we have so many channels. So it's like one week I'll just be on Netflix all week. And then the next week I'll be on Hulu all week. So um, I'm trying. And then number five on my list, because we already did number four, it was all those home remedies, which, by the way, Advocate was also saying that you should use essential oils when you're not feeling well, which I did. Uh, doTERRA's On Guard is the one that I use So, um, in my vaporizer. Uh, but Steph, I have here, did somebody order spring? <laughs> I know. I love it. Yes. So on Wednesday, we tied a record set back in 1978 for the high temperature. Uh, it actually hit 74 degrees at O'Hare Airport. And it's funny because today's my niece's birthday. Sparkles, happy birthday. She lives in West Hollywood. And she's like, it's actually colder here in Hollywood than it is in Chicago. <laughs> And I'm well, like, what's well, colder, like 68 or something? Like, it's still nice there. Well, even Vegas was in the 60s. Like, Vegas is colder than we are right now. And Canada. So Vegas and my friends in Canada were having the same temperature, which seems very crazy, right? Yeah, it's um, been crazy. And I think even tomorrow and Tuesday, it's supposed to be still 70s. Yes, I know. Part of me was like, because one of my friends was like, you know, your test could be delayed. And I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be delayed until like Monday night. And then I can stay <laughs> home again on Monday. But no, I got it back. So I already told my boss I'll be there. Yeah, I went and sat by the lakefront today. It was like 73. I was just like, this is so awesome. Well, I saw that picture that you posted. I'm like, it looks like this girl and the dog are on the ocean right now. It was beautiful. I like to walk like because they live not far from Belmont Harbor. And, you know, if you like go further back by the like actual docks and everything, mm -hmm. it's closer to the, the actual lakefront right there. It's not on like where the boats are. So I always yeah. walk back there. It's so pretty. And it so was just beautiful. perfect. Yeah. Albert's like, hello. He was just yeah. looking for goose poo to eat. Driving me nuts. But he sat <laughs> well, for a little son bit. He went down by the neighbor's house with the chickens and he sends me like a, a selfie with him and one of the chickens. And I'm like, is that Jerry? He's like, no, Jerry got eaten. Like, <laughs> but I guess another neighbor has chickens. So that's the rooster that I hear every morning. Like, whatever. Yeah, Country you're surrounded. Living. Country living, girl. Um, all right. So we've got a song this week for everybody. And this is a song from Ethan Sanger in Atlanta, Georgia. And it is called One Night.
And that song was called One Night by Ethan Sanger. And Ethan is a passionate 20-year-old Metro Atlanta-based singer-songwriter and third-generation guitarist. Ethan's four-song EP was just released in September of 2020, and it is available worldwide. So check out Ethan Sanger. And that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. TweakedAudio.com. TweakedAudio.com. Do you totally have that memorized stuff or do you read it every time? Uh, I think it's like half and half. So you just I can be like where I'll like forget like I was the girl who had the same locker code in high school for four years, but one day randomly just forgot it on like a random Wednesday senior oh. year. <laughs> so I know like I have it in front of me, but I'm not really like looking at it. It's just your security blanket. Yeah, because yeah. I, I can get like, wait, what? What was I? I still have, have dreams about like standing in front of my locker and not remembering the combination. Oh, it was so weird. And then I had to go to my dean to get it. And she's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, I cannot think of it. Like I was just staring at my lock. And then she looked it up and I think it was 3318. Oh, I can't remember now, which is crazy if I did. That was like 20 years ago. Wow. And she said like the first number and I was like 3318, 22 or whatever it was. Like I, is all I needed was for her to say that first number and it came to me. But wow. it was a little embarrassing like senior year after yeah, four years. happens. It I wasn't think... even after like a break though or anything. It was just like a random day. It was a brain fart. It happens. Yeah. I think I used to have to use like my employee code to like punch in. And one day I was like, I don't remember it. But I've had it for <laughs> 10 years and I'm like, yeah. Hey. I don't remember it. So <laughs> yeah, if I didn't have this sitting here, I would definitely. There'd be a day where I'm like, wait, what do I say? Well, I don't know if people can tell, but I just randomly do the whole. If you want to send your music in, so let's see if I can do it without fucking up. You're good with the number. You remember that? What our phone number? Yeah, I never remember it. 
I don't know why I remember it. Maybe I'll forget it this time, but well, let's let's try it. So if you would like to be cool like Ethan Singer and send in your music, if you're an unsigned artist, we particularly love you folks, uh, go to radiomisfits.com, click on the tab that says submit music. Please follow all of the prompts, enter the information we're asking for. Don't forget to include your links and send it on over radiomisfits.com. We'd love to give you uh, the opportunity to have your music played on our fabulous podcast. And if you would like to call us and leave us a voicemail, our phone number is 312-508-3552. Did I say it right, Seth? 312-508-3552. Yep. And then you can find us all over social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, you can direct message us, you can leave us. So we had some kind comments um, on our Facebook page. We had Eric who said, thank you so much for uh, giving the information out about phase three brewing. And, um, and then we had August Forte who manages um, AJ Rosales, who we played his song last week. And he was just like, thanks so much for sharing the music. So we do get some feedback. So don't be afraid to uh, send us send us your comments, your feedback, your music, whatever you got for us. Slide into the DMs or post to the wall, whatever you want to do. Yeah, send it on over. I mean, dick pic, I wouldn't mind. It's been a little while. (laughs) Okay, that's her. That's not me. I don't need you sending your dick pic. I'm teasing. I did have like She's such not. a biz- You guys can send it. <laughs> if you're feeling frisky. If you're feeling frisky. Well, Steph, what do you have here under sex ed, frisky girl? Oh, this was just, and I thought maybe, you know, right now everyone's, well, we're supposed to be social distancing. Um, it might be helpful because this is uh, 15 tips for getting your mind in the gutter. It's about oh. dirty talk. And it's um, advice from a dom. Well, so I thought well. that was interesting. Yeah. So um, if you're like concerned about do- doing any dirty talk or you feel uncomfortable, you can start out with texting. Sex texting is a good way to get your feet wet. <laughs> no, you know what? Intended. And it's kind of easy. It's funny. I've seen like the memes where the girls are like, "This motherfucker thinks I'm like getting all sexy." Little does he know I'm I'm sexting him while I'm doing the fucking dishes, or eating the Cheetos on the couch in right. like sweats. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, you can ask. I'd love to tell you about the dirty dream I had last night. Ooh. What are your thoughts on an R-rated combo right now? I don't think you have to ask that. I think, especially as a woman, if you just say the dirty dream, they're going to be into it. Um, And then Mm -hmm. build up slowly. You can draw it out, make it last an hour or two. So that's like edging stuff. We talked about edging last week. Which I saw funny. I was like, I know what this means. Um, I think on Thursday, someone tweeted like, this is what edging is like with the election. Oh, Um. yes. (laughs) Building it up and building it up. And like, we're going to find out. Oh, no, we got to wait. Yeah. So, yeah, don't immediately tell them you want to lick their whatever or put your whatever in there, whatever. Just, you know, like foreplay, just draw it out and make it last. Um, And like we just said, you don't even have to be super sexy in lingerie or anything, but you can describe a scene even if it's not real. Mm-hmm. So it's take the time to remind your partner of the last time you had sex or retell the tale of the first time you had sex from your perspective or tell them what you would do to them if they showed up at your house right now. Oh, I've Adjectives done that. Adjectives like, are your friends. 
Yeah, I'm like, remember that crack house with the blacked out windows and I ripped those pantyhose? <laughs> Cracked out windows? They were blacked out. It oh, was blacked like, out in a crack house? I don't. I said it was a crack house. It was like a shady motel, like 15 oh, bucks God. for an hour or something. <laughs> no, if you want to do that, go for it. <laughs> or just use a lot of adjectives This says. Um, you can use erotica for inspiration. So you can scroll through. Do you have your pen out stuff? I know you like your porn sites and stuff. Girl, I have all the books over here already. Literatica. Aurora. Erotica. Yeah, I have. I'm looking at Anne Rice right now. No, there's a website called Literotica. Oh, really? Damn, girl. Yeah. I'm going on there as soon as we hang up. And then I think it's Aurora. Aurora. It's Aurora with an E at the end. Oh, and then okay. Belessa, B-E-L-L-E-S-A, for inspiration. So if you read some erotic online, it can take some of the pressure off coming up with your own phrases. Um, you can also just send a nude, text a nude. Why not? Yeah. And well, you, you find you find other names for like instead of like your hard dick, you're like your turgid member. <laughs> oh my God! No way. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll call the show: the turgid member. Turgid member. I don't even know what turgid means. It sounds Hard. like a turtle. Swollen, like swollen. Yeah, turgid. Swollen sexier than turgid. <laughs> but you go, girl. What's that when you like your brain? You're attracted to the brain. Sapiosexuals. Yeah, for your sapiosexuals, use the turgid word. Turgid. <laughs> and if you want to, you know, send a nude. Tips for sending quality nude. Mind the lighting. You want to be frontlit, not backlit, or from above. Um, zoom out doesn't mean you have to send a full body shot. Sending a super zoomed in shot of a penis or vagina takes away contact that adds to the sexiness of a photo. But you can also just Google a picture of a vagina if it's super zoomed in, if you're not feeling like you want to send yours. Yeah, just I've a taken a there. few pictures of mine and I'm just like, mm, no, I can't, I can't do it by myself. Like I need a photo shoot for that. Or you but just I, need to steal one from the internet. And true. But I think mine's prettier than the ones I see on the internet. Like I, I. Yeah, but if you're not really into them anyway, you're just kind of like, eh, let's just go. <laughs> Who cares? Um, um, I. I've gotten a few dick pics like in 2020 and I think my favorite ones have been the like the where's waldo so it'll like that frying pan one i They're thought making it was the you work for it yeah because i thought it was the handle of the frying pan but then when i look closer i'm like oh that's a dick it's not the frying pan handle and then i think i sent you the one where it was like the guy was like showing his i voted sticker but if you looked he had like a stick sticking out yes you did send that one well and yeah you don't really notice it right away and then you're like oh uh yeah i see that <laughs> so yeah I think... first i thought it was one of those because he's in the bathroom mm -hmm. and i thought you know how sometimes like you'll see those funny like a girl sends like a sexy selfie but then there's like turds in the toilet behind her like i thought it was something like that and then i saw the dick and i was like oh okay i see what she did here yeah but so those I, those don't turn me off or make me be like oh dick pic those crack me up because i'm like if you're not paying attention you're gonna miss it so it's um it's like a where's waldo i love those pictures <laughs> keep that in mind when you're sliding in our dms people make it a game and one yes. of us will be into it um, uh did we have any more tips or did i talk through them all i'm sorry it's all right we can stop you we sure go through all of them I don't, nothing yeah, else I don't good there I mean, there's plenty here, but it's fine. <laughs> we can give more tips next week. 
Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see, Steph. What do we want to talk about for booze news? Booze news. Um, I think people are really getting the holidays going, so we can talk about some holiday drink. Yeah, this um, sounds good. Rum Chata has a peppermint bark liqueur for your jolliest holiday yet. So make some um, hot chocolate and put a little rum chata in there. Oh, peppermint yeah, bark rum chata. Mm, that sounds really good. And peppermint bark is like one of my favorite holiday candies. You know, that's the white chocolate with the little pieces of candy cane crushed in there. So I am sure that this is probably delish. Yeah, sounds like it. I think we might have to get some little bottles of that one. <laughs> we can like drink while we do the show. Just be like, we're having our rum chata. Hi, yeah, I definitely had like beer when we've done the show. So what's a little rum chata? Yeah, I've I just I guess I just do water or tea. I got um a whole gallon of the Popeye's sweet tea and I'm sure it's like 500 calories a glass but at this point I don't care and it's phenomenal and it's like mama's go-go juice I have some and I'm like all right I'm gonna do laundry and I'm gonna do the dishes and you know me and caffeine so better than cocaine that's true but caffeine for me is like cocaine and I like it like when I yeah Saturday yesterday as soon as I found out I was like negative I'm like McDonald's here I come I need my sweet tea mama's coming like I can make my own at home but it's never as good as McDonald's so so yeah I did that yesterday um I have a dumb criminal call the popo so I went to put this on here and then I saw you had it and I was like yes great minds think alike Mm -hmm. um Okay, so why don't you talk about it? <laughs> so there was a man who was banned from Yellowstone National Park after rangers caught him cooking chickens in the hot springs. <laughs> what a so he's banned ball. for two years because he was trying to fry chicken in a hot spring. But like, why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Aren't some of those hot springs the one where, like, if somebody falls in, they get disintegrated? Or I've never been to Yellowstone. Well, they had like cooking pots, so it wasn't just like, let me stick my hand in here. Dip they the were, chicken they were in. Prepared. And... <laughs> they had pots. <laughs> Give me a break! Like, who thinks of this shit? Uh, I guess they thought they were being resourceful, but really just stupid. And now they can go back in there, which two years doesn't seem like enough time. It seems like just ban them for life. Right. Ban them for life. But there are a lot of those like people that love to live off the grid and they go to all these national parks and some of them even like live in there. Um, I want to say they do that um, more than 20 people have died from burns suffered after they entered or fell into the hot springs in Yellowstone. Right? That's so, what I yeah. thought. There's some of them that are so hot and so acidic that they, like, just disintegrate people. That's just... I Stay the fuck out of there. Like, what do you need to go messing around? Get your bucket of chicken. Like, why they do you got a taste? Cook? They had a taste for chicken. I guess, but why not just, like, get a bucket of fried chicken? Why do you got to try to cook it at the park? That's stupid. Uh, well, Steph, so coming up this week, we have Veterans Day, um, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's the 11th. Already, the show comes out on what day? The, the 10th. 10th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 11-11. But if we're talking, oh, we're talking in the stars right now. Let me play synchronicity. 
You're going through some things right now. Synchronicity. 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 So 11-11, November 11th is a blessed day for manifestations and awakenings. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I always like 11-11. Me and my friend Kathy, every time it turns 11-11 and we look at our phones, we text each other 11-11 with like a bunch of hearts. And because um, we're weird like that. And uh, it's interesting because, you know, I get all those little free samples which I haven't yeah. even gotten those lately on Facebook. So I don't know what they're doing to me. They took away all the fun stuff. But um, there's this brand called Lake and Sky. And I believe they sell it at Ulta. And it, it they have an 1111 perfume, which I was like, oh. And I got a sample of it. And it, it smells pretty good. So I'm like, I thought that was kind of cool. That, yeah. you know, it was like a numerology-based name of the perfume. So... Um, and then on the 12th, it's the final Jupiter-Pluto conjunction, and uh, it's a major alignment of 2020. So focus on abundance and finances. Oh, and God. then, believe it or not, uh, November 13th is a Friday, and Mars goes direct, so things will begin moving forward. And um, on November 13th, you it's a Friday the 13th, so if you're really looking for some extra cash, which... Maybe you and I should try this stuff. It's like a little uh, money ritual and it has to do with like 13 pennies. So I could post it and uh, send you. I have uh, pennies. If you, if you were going to say it had to do with like $20 bills, uh, we'd be, <laughs> we would be have a rough time doing that. No, I think it's like burying 13 pennies and saying like a little incantation over it or something i'll send it okay. to you and then if you people are interested in it you can google it because i'm sure you'll find it it was something silly i found online but hell you know what i did that new year's uh prosperity thing where you put the corner uh, the quarters on your window cells girl i still had a quarter up on there and i mean knock on wood financially you know it's been okay so doesn't hurt to do these crazy things no and then on sat next Saturday, so uh, it'll be the last super new moon of the year. So um, get your new moon uh, manifestations out and start working on that. Moon. And then, Steph, what do you got going on here with the zodiac signs? So this caught my eye because they were talking about how, like, people immediately think Gemini are two-faced and, like, what's with all the Gemini hate and I was like right what the fuck and right. then it, it's a list of your zodiac signs most overlooked quality oh okay well let's Which hear it was interesting um so Aries the haters may call you aggressive but you have a soft romantic side that's rarely seen when you fall you fall hard and you'll do anything to woo your boo even letting them take the lead in planning dates Ooh. so you have a soft side Aries I've seen that soft side in, in Aries before. So, yeah. Although they are, are aggressive. <laughs> yeah. No, they're definitely aggressive. <laughs> uh, you want me to read Taurus? Sure. Taurus, you have a rep for being stubborn and rigid, but real talk. You can also be carefree and spontaneous. You're amazingly centered and you know how to live in the moment. 
Well, I'd agree with that. All right. Gemini, the term ride or die is all you. In fact, you always put your pals first, even before your own needs. You're the one organizing the group Google Hangs and listening to your friend vent about their income. You're a real BFF. I believe that about you. I definitely see the way you interact with your real close circle of friends. and Yeah, I'm loyal. You are. You're totally, you're a good friend. You're definitely a good BFF. Talking gritty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cancer, face the facts. Cancer, you're a total baller. You like to work and play hard and you've got the inside scoop on the people and places to know. Plus, you're always ready to share your networking skills, which bonus boosts your own success. Okay. Uh, Leo, you're generous to those in need, which is a trait that's overshadowed by your love of the spotlight. The truth is that you give your all resources, contacts, compliments, whatever, to anyone who needs a boost. You've got a big personality. Yes, but your heart is even bigger. This is just a feel good. Yeah. No, but I believe that, too. Leo, I mean, I don't know. I've had a couple Leos in my life and one definitely was like you know, totally had to be in the spotlight all the time. But he was also really generous. Like we'd go shopping and he's he would like fill up the cart with shit that he's like, you need this, you need that, you need this. I'm like, I really don't. But OK, if you want to yeah. buy it. So load it um, up. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, I, in fact, I still have like from six years ago, I still wear the socks that he bought me. I'm like, I don't really need a pack of socks, but OK. And uh, they've they've lasted. So thanks, Ron. Um, Virgo, ever hear the saying patience is a virtue? Well, that could be your motto. But despite your cool vibe, you have a slow burning temper that comes out when you're really pushed. And that's usually after being calm for far longer than you should be. Um, Overall, you're 95 percent chill. But that other five percent, watch out. Yeah, I don't know how nice that one was, but a slow burning temper doesn't sound too bad. No, and like you're 95% chill. Like, that's okay. I'd rather like 5%, I'm going to fuck you up. That's okay. (laughs) Libra, Libra, you can be a little aggressive when it comes to getting your way. True, you're not the type to triple text the group chat to make your point known, but you've got the intensity to make sure that you're always heard no matter what. You got any Libra on your chart? I do. I'm in uh, Libra moon. Okay, so yes, I see you're that saying that's me. You. Yes, <laughs> I'm a Leo rising, so we'll take the generous part. But I also, yeah, I'm a Libra. Libra. Yeah, one. I see that part of you, and it's not bad. But you're no. just like, look, you you do have an intensity to you, which is oh. good. Yeah, I thought I was gonna get fired this week, but oh no, what happened? <laughs> it's just it's been so crazy, and like I was on a call, and I was like getting yelled at for something which like do you know i've been working till like 10 p.m every fucking day doing this and i'm gonna get criticized for something because i didn't go above and beyond when when am i supposed to go above and beyond so i was just fed up so i turned my camera off it was just an internal meeting and i like g chatted my coworker who was on with us and i was like i'm gonna fucking lose it (laughs) and then i don't know what he said and then i said something like it's just bs And then I didn't even have the window open. I just let them talk and I was doing other work. And I heard a little bit later, like my boss go, hey, you're still sharing your screen to the friend, my coworker. And at first I was like, "Uh, he's always like buying and selling sneakers and stuff. 
So it's kind of like doing other stuff like, oh, Joe had a sneaker window open. And then the tone kind of changed on the call. And <laughs> my one boss is like, I know everyone's really busy and frustrated right now, blah, blah, blah. And then I like hit me, like my stomach dropped. I'm like, oh, he must have been sharing his like email screen and my messages were up. <laughs> oh, no. So I was like, oh, fuck. What else did I say? Like, I didn't even want to look. I didn't even want to ask him if that was really what happened because I was pretty sure it was. Oh, your stomach must like, have just dropped. I was like, like fuck, fuck, fuck. And then I was like, you know what? I don't care. Like, I, I'm not going to apologize even. Like, this is too much. And like, to be criticized right now, I'm sorry, but like, fuck off. Right. So I was like, thank God they didn't see my other messages to a different coworker who wasn't even on the call. Like that would have been really bad. So these were kind of tame compared to that. <laughs> and um, no one ever said anything. And I finally like this was Friday morning, like went in there like later in the day just to like see what else I said because I couldn't even remember. Yeah. And it was just the I'm going to fucking lose it. And this is BS. So I didn't oh, feel well, that, that scared. And that's funny. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody like, oh. has had a vacation. You've been working nonstop. Like, burnout yeah. is inevitable across the board. It's yep. inevitable. And they yeah, should so. know that. They should all know they, that. And they know how I am. Like, I, I can be intense and have, like, a quick temper, like we were just saying. Yeah. But I'm also, I have a little drama to me. So I'm sure they just talked it up to, like, oh, stuff. <laughs> But when it first happened, I was like, fuck, 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 what did I say? Like, I didn't even want to go look. I was just like, ah. so, yeah, no, I, well, I'm glad it all worked out well. But you know what? I think as women, we're always taught to like, you know, not, you know, not to be the squeaky wheel, but fuck it. You know, you got to stick up for yourself. And if plus I have a Libra moon, that's what I'm going to have to there say. You if go. They could, Blame if they it on the it moon. My Libra moon. Well, here's Scorpio. So contrary to what people think, you're actually really sweet. This may surprise those who don't know you very well, because your brooding intensity keeps out those who aren't the real deal. But when people get to know the real you, they'll find a calmness and niceness that might surprise them. I mean, people all the time are like, your brother's so nice. Why do you always say psycho? So Yeah, my brother's a Scorpio sweet when too. they want to be. Yeah. No, Sagittarius. Even... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you tell it like it is and sometimes even get in trouble for your blunt nature. However, you still have an imaginative side. You're always ready to swap stories and open up about your feelings to others. Even if some of your tales aren't 100% true, your dreamy <laughs> vibe is your most overlooked characteristic. Embrace it more. I just laugh because my ex was a Sagittarius and also a pathological liar. So, um... <laughs> So here's me, Capricorn, Capricorn. You are hands down one of the funniest signs of the Zodiac. You're a workaholic, Duh. yes. But your dry wit makes you a favorite with your friends and in the office, too. You know how to make your colleagues laugh with your sarcasm and eye rolls during those meetings. And that should have been emails. Can I just say, I wrote up in the elevator, not not this past week, but the week before with my boss. And he was like, I'm like, hey, did you have a good weekend? He's like, oh, yeah, I finally finished my lecture because he had to give a lecture over a Zoom call, which was great because normally he, they, he would be driving downtown and finding parking and blah, blah, blah. Now it's all done by Zoom. So he's like, yeah, I think the Zoom is like the best invention ever. He's like, I don't have to rush. I don't have to find parking. And I look at him and I go, and you don't have to wear pants. And he just looked at me. <laughs> 
It is the best. Let me tell you. Yeah, but he did not find the humor in that at all. And I'm just like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, whatever. So I told my kids and they're like, you are so stupid. I'm like, I don't know. Like, that's a common thing. People don't wear pants on Zoom calls. Like, if Yeah, the fact that he didn't laugh at it is more on him than Yeah, he's a joke. And he's only a couple years older than me, and he's a suburban kid. Like, you know, he's he's more of a stick in the mud. I, yeah, he should laugh a little more. And I think he's a Leo, so I don't know. What ofs? Um, well, Aquarius can be a little competitive, even with those in your inner circle. Being fierce isn't a bad thing, so don't fret. This characteristic will enable you to crush it at work, but stay away from the cutthroat tactics because they can backfire. Mm, yeah, I have an Aquarius moon, and I definitely, mm. like, during the day, sometimes I'll be like, you little princess. Like, I get, you get competitive I get, and get I mean. T- I do a little bit. I kind of get mean, too. And then, you know, and then I'll, like, talk to my coworker and then I'll be like, oh, I don't know why I'm being so mean. But I feel like I couldn't be less competitive. Like, I just don't. I just laugh at everything. Like, whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I do. I get well, it's like my coworker that I work closest with is a Taurus and and she is kind of like a princess. So sometimes those two earth signs. Woo. Yeah, but yeah, we get along really well, but it, it's all in my head when I get competitive and crabby with her, like, because she, she definitely never takes anything personally. Like, I could well, call her good. names and tell her she sucks, and she'd be like, okay, I'll try harder. Like, she never gets upset about anything, so it's really all in my head. That's that Aquarius <laughs> moon. <laughs> um, Pisces, you're known for your intuitive, dreamy nature, but you've got an analytical side, too. Ed. You observe matters carefully before committing to a particular way of thinking. This helps you understand people and situations on a deeper level before you decide whether to dive in or swim away. You little fishies. Little fishies. Dreamy, but analytical. You got your little hidden hidden things there. Yeah, well, uh, just let's uh, keep our upward traje- trajectory this week, people. Yes, like think positive, be positive. We got some fabulous uh, things going on in the near future. Like that's we I don't think have the-, the Rona. That's a good thing, right? I think the biggest part is like having hope. That is, that is like it makes a world of difference. Yep, I agree. you know. So we may still be working like dogs until the end of the year, but at least we have hope in the new year. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.